Hello, friends. Our executive producer for today's show is Patty Nilsson. I'd like to thank you very much. Have a now April. She put in to be an executive producer, but I believe I've already mentioned it. I gotta look back, but I also, nevertheless, want to make April an executive producer for today's show. Now, there's an extra song that she sang that I didn't get to play because it was after our holiday special. I want to play that for you today. I have a lot of good information for you today. We're gonna catch it on the flip side of this. I'm your host, Jerry Adams. You're watching or listening to Midnight Radio. So very early in the morning. I'd like to thank you again for tuning in. I have a lot of information for you today. Got a follow-up from tomorrow, from yesterday. Yesterday we had, we had the computer-generated image. I think I found a match. And I think you're going to recognize who it is. We also have a lot more from you. I'm going to open up the phone lines early. I want today to be a conversation with you. It's up to you how long the show ends. I do have a hard limit, but up to that point, I'm going to be having a conversation with you. I'm going to dive right into this because this part I'm about to show you absolutely blew my mind. If you'd like to become an executive producer for this show you're listening to right now, the next episode for a donation of $20 or more, you'll become the executive producer of the show. And all the money that comes in from the show is going to get our, our, our music license stream. Um, we're getting it officially licensed through, uh, the three different agencies so we can play the greatest variety of music. We're having a, we're turning our regular stream, our audio stream into a full fledged radio station stream. So in doing that, we also need some DJs. So if you are interested being a D, being a DJ for our radio station, then you can email me at midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. That is midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. For those that are selected, we'll guide you through the process. Uh, we'll provide the software. You can also call in the phone number 325-261-0892 when I open up the phone lines very shortly. Three two five two six one zero eight nine two, and when the phone lines aren't open, say in between shows, you can leave a voicemail message, which we will be going over your voicemail message really soon here in the broadcast. I'd like to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room, and let's continue right to the heart of the matter with the computer AI image that we drew up. Actually. Before I do that, I want to show you this. So here's a picture of Maddie's dad. Let me bring it up here. I'm going to do full screen for you. It's a picture of Maddie's dad right here, okay? Here's a quote from him. I'm so proud to be able to say that she was my daughter and what she was doing with her life and where she was headed She was living the life that she deserved. This is a quote from his dad. This is a picture it looks like from yesterday at the Corner Club photo that we showed. Does that look like Maddie's dad? A lot of you guys are saying it's Jack D, and I don't disagree with that, but here's a picture of Maddie's dad. Look at that chin beard. Those glasses. Again, this is all wild ass speculation. As a matter of fact, they're not even my speculations. They're your whole wild ass speculations you got you guys sent in. Here's a picture of Adam. This is a man from the uh, the corner club. It sure looks like Adam. He was the one that was sitting in the corner of the corner club. Here's that picture again. This is just some food for thought. A lot of you guys think it's Jack. 
I'm not disagreeing. I'm just here to have a conversation with you about it. Oh, what do you think? That's not the main thing I had to show you, but I did have to show you that. To me, and I don't have the picture side by side, but that picture of Maddie's father, who I don't believe is involved in any way, looks a lot like from the astral photography picture behind the, the glass of the white Elantra that was shown. I do have some more information for you before I go into it. I saw a, another b- police body cam where Kaylee... Gonsalves answered the door. She answered the back door to the police. Had a noise complaint. Um, Hunter was there. He's the one that was from the other video. He had he had the uh, zip ties on his arms, and and people even said he had around his ankles, which uh, I've been informed is from a drinking game. But he was back there with her, and the police came talking about complaining about the noise, and I noticed in that video, that the, the ladder that you guys have been talking about was there. Now, some speculator ruled it out, saying, no, that was from the police. They were checking blank, blank, blank. No, that ladder was already there, but it was on the ground. So the fact that that ladder was there and it was put up on the second story is significant. And it led up to that sliding door. Uh, that video, I'm trying to get a clean video, a uh, clean capture of it without some uh, name across the front of it. And if I get that, I'll show you. Until then, perhaps I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, I'm not going to be able to update those for about 14 hours, so stay tuned for that. All right, here's here's the other information I have for you. This one may, may not seem as clear. I told you yesterday that I'll show this to you. I will put all this in the show notes when I get a chance to update. I have this. Let me, let me. This shows, this is a map of all the key players. And this shows who was dating who, uh, who had negative interactions with who. Who do they have a feud with? Who who they have a friends with? What um, fraternity affiliation they had with? But what it doesn't have is names. A lot of you guys know these names. These are this is a very tangled web of relationships. You can see who whose ex girlfriends and boyfriends were who. So I will put this in the show notes also. It's a lot of stuff to go in the notes today, I know. I got, and this is, uh, hi, all of this is highly speculative tonight, today. What it, it's, it's uh, whatever you want to call it. Well, I'm not going to even, this is so speculative, I'm not even going to put it on here. All right. Anyhow, moving right along. Okay, hold on. While I'm looking for this, I'm looking for... uh, I don't know why I don't see it here. I'm looking for the... What do you call it? Just hold on. Let me play some voicemail mess while I pull this up. Uh, yes. I've been watching this probably all, you know, all the days, and I just wondered, did you guys realize, I've never heard it said, but in that uh, apartment where all, uh, not apartment, house, where all six of them were, or whoever lived there, they all had codes that they had to use before they could open the door to their place. 
And that night, that day when that happened, he opened his door with those codes. That tells you he lives there, right? That's a very good point. Enon Harish, am I saying that correctly? Correct me if I'm wrong, chat room. Looking at you right now. Well, hold on. So this is Enon Harish. I got different pictures of him. He's looking into your soul. Look at me while I juggle my stick. Interesting. This is just a computer AI picture. Somebody just said to a computer AI, this is all they said, show me what the murderer for the Idaho 4 looked like. And it came up with this picture. And I'm just saying this is some weird stuff. I mean, really, this is like Twin Peaks here. And I didn't notice, I saw it. I saw it together, and uh, I'm thinking maybe there's something to that. Again, this doesn't mean anything. I'm not saying he did this. I'm not even speculating he did this, but I'm just saying, look at this. Now, this is computer AI. The way the program supposedly works is that it goes through all the Internet, and it comes up with these composite pictures to answer the question um, with the computer-generated sensibility, accurate, economical, of what you asked for. And I'm thinking that these computer-generated information computers, this AI artificial intelligence that comes up with these pictures and answers these questions, it's almost to me like a like channeling a spirit or a Ouija board or something. It likes it. It's to me it's like it taps into that that ethereal plane to get an answer, which Creepy enough is supposedly, according to the CEO, and I can't remember the name of the company right now, but we're going to talk about it in upcoming episodes. They say that quantum computing taps into that ethereal plane. So if, in fact, they're using some kind of technology like that, as far-fetched as it might seem, it wouldn't be that far of a fetch to think that maybe these images are somehow coming from the other side. Not that they're accurate. Somebody from the other side could very well be misleading and lying to you just for LOLs, but I do see a semblance. Now, this could have just seen a lot of pictures of Enon and saw him juggling his stick and chopping his broccoli and through his picture together. Who knows? Yet there it is. Then they have this other picture, this sandwich with it. And I don't know, maybe you guys need to help me on this because I sent an email back saying, where did these pictures of the blood come from? And they say that this person, and it looks to me like the front of the police department, but I don't know for sure. And I don't know I don't know how valid these pictures are, and I'm not even saying they're valid, but I did want to share them with you guys so you guys could help me validate here. They said, to me it looks like they're saying that Anon was at the police department at the door with blood on his hands, and this, this could be a total fabrication. Supposedly the night after the murders, the night after, with blood. I don't know what this is. I don't. And I don't even know. To me, that doesn't even really look like him. But somebody did send this to me, and this is what the show is about. It's a conversation with you guys, so I'm sharing it. Maybe it'll come up with something later. Maybe it won't. Uh, This guy seems to be more Caucasian. Then Enon, and he has a little bit more of a hair. But uh, this is what I got on that. There'll be links in the show notes. It's going to take me about 14 hours to update him today. 
All right, I'm going back to the chat room talking to you guys. I see Songbird on there. Uh, a midnight radio hat I won. Songbird, did you get your hat yet? Uh, I saw it estimated to be there in January. I don't know if you got it yet, though. That, that's the problem about the hats. I send them out, and I don't wait on them, although it's taken me a long time to send them to Ireland, but I'm, gonna, I'm working on it. But uh, even the hats in the USA, they take a while to get there. A smoke shop or a liquor store? A liquor store pour, yeah. All right, let's see what else I got. I'm going to go over another voicemail. I'm going to hit up some more of these articles. Oh, you got it. Good, Songbird. I'm happy, and it's great. Good. Guys, I do send out the hats. It takes a while for the shipping. That's all. Matter of fact, I don't even like to give more hats out until the previous people got the hats, even though we could. Uh, we'll be doing some more giveaways soon. Um, I don't know where. Uh, let's see who it is. Laura. Laura in Ireland is. I haven't seen her here in a while. She'll be getting her hat. I don't know. It's gonna, it takes a while to ship to Ireland. Hey, Midnight Radio. I am ready to be a DJ on your radio station. I love music. Music Good is voice. my life. I play bass guitar, but I also have any genre you want. I can play a set. I can narrate a show. I can also, you know, tell stories and just entertain people. So I hope to hear back from you. Okay, guys, I'm serious about needing DJs, and if you guys are interested, and she had a good voice, hopefully you have a good voice. Um, it might not seem to you like you have a good voice, but your voice is something you'll get used to. Anyway, I do have a minimum standard of audio quality that I require. You don't need to have an expensive microphone like me, but a really good consumer model is the Blue Yeti. And I recommend earphones like this so you can see where your audio levels are. It's very important. That's why I wear these. I can tell what the audio levels are. Anyway, if you're interested in being a DJ, we should be getting our license within three months. You guys can help us get it sooner if you donate because that's where all the money's going. Uh, email me, midnightrad.io101. Let me know if you're interested in being a DJ. I'll put that all in the folder. I'll get back with you. Um, it's whatever time slot you want. I want the show to be at least two hours, though, and you can talk and play music during those two hours. Um, I will provide the software. You'll be able to hit the button at your time slot and go live, and you'll be broadcasting on the stream. It'll be going on um, online radio stations. It'll be going on uh, Amazon for people to stream and all the smart devices. It'll be going out to a lot of phones. It'll be going out to one of the top shows in Romania, so it'll definitely go in there. Possibly, although our licensing might only cover the United States. We'll see about that. But if you're interested, drop me an email, and I'll get back with you uh, easily from there. Um, I'm going to go over. All right, hold on. Let me play this, and this takes us into this article from the Daily Mail. I noticed something in here that's important, and something about the police department. I said, Perhaps there are possible suspects in the police department, and that's why they're keeping everything so hush. Now, I, norm, I know that they normally keep things hush, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But they always put out a, a suspect, a uh, person of interest, at least, at the very least, or they don't rule people out. And they say anybody that had contact with these ladies is a suspect of interest. But uh, they haven't done that in this case. Oh, someone's asking me, for the DJ position, do you get paid? Yes, you do get paid. It is a paying position. Um, how much you get paid is up to you. We're going to have radio commercials uh, going at the time of your show. Um, you'll get paid for that. You'll also be responsible for pulling some of those in. Plus, you'll be able for people to send you money during your show, so you'll get that money. So, yes, it is a paid position. How much you make is up to you. Not me, up to you. Uh, Janine, hello. Uh, talking to the chat here. Justice Jane, hello. Bundy Data, Pink Butterfly. I appreciate all of you guys being here this morning. And of course, Songbird, who won the hat, the Midnight Radio hat. So continuing here. 
play this. Love your show. It's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, I think it is somebody in the um, legal system, like a police officer or federal or who knows. I just remember years ago there was a guy who would go up and down a highway in California and set fires. And then he wrote a book, and he got caught, and he was like a fire inspector. His last name was Orr. He got caught because he wrote this book, and somehow he put two and two together. I don't know. But that's just an interesting thing. He was an inside guy, and he set the fire so he could run in and tell him about how it started and everything. So I think this happens a lot more than, of course, they want to let on. Thanks, guys. In the chat room, they're talking about Jack S having a possible split personality. Very interesting. Very interesting. Now that's what I'm talking about. Is there another way to send money? Uh, the, there's only two ways to send money right now. And I'm answering this from the chat room. There's at the bottom of the chat right now, there's a dollar sign. looks like a dollar. You can click on that, send a super sticker. You can also use cash app, which is really safe and, you can use that. Uh, you can see that uh, RoboMod, if you could put a link to that in the chat if you have, and also it's in all of our show notes. If you look in the comment section, it's the first comment pinned. If you guys would like to help support this program and help us with our license so we can get this get this world rocking. Let's look at this right here. Um, I'm going to pull this full screen so you guys can see really well. A lot of you guys gave me some helpful suggestions about the show. One of them that I like is when I'm, I'm showing you an article, putting it full screen, no problem, I can do that. So exclusive, Idaho cops are offered counseling as public pressure intensifies to find the suspect who killed the four students. Now this is our sixth, our, I'm sorry, seventh week of this murder. Seventh week. And according to this article, they have zero leads and zero suspects. We, I thought that they did, but they weren't telling us. But according to this article, there's zero leads and zero suspects. Cops investigating the quadruple murder, murder in Moscow, Idaho, have been offered counseling as the investigation moves into a seventh week with police yet to name a suspect or motive and under intense pressure. Uh, locked in their rooms on the first floor, it was one of these two survivors who placed the 911 call at 11.58 a.m. on November 13th because they were unable to wake one of the victims. Because they were unable to wake one of the victims and feared she may have passed out. These are highlights I'm reading from this. I'm going to link it in the show notes. Please allow me 14 hours to update it this time. I'm going to hit the highlights. We don't want Chris Cuomo. Now, according to Daily Mail, they have learned about the counseling service. They've been activated and offered to officers. Maybe this is a form of them finding out which officer or if any were involved. This is just a speculation. Straight from my ass. Just saying. Um, Captain Anthony told Daily Mail, from the point of view of taking care of our officers, we have activated counseling resources for anyone who needs them. And our priority is to keep our force healthy as we work until we get this investigation to its conclusion. He added, morale is high and we're all committed to seeing this investigation through to the end. It being the holidays is kind of moot. We're just focused, focused on that. I heard something else about the taxi driver, too. Um, last week, they say they heard from the private taxi driver who drove Goncalves and Mogan home, delivering them unwittingly, not to safety, but to their deaths. 
The strange shot on the face of the Idaho trooper as he stood on guard during a November 30, 30th vigil. Moscow Police Department Chief Fry admitted that the brutality of, uh, admitted to the brutality of the slaughter impacted him deeply. Okay, they're visibly shaken. This article goes on, and it talks about there being zero suspects and zero leads. I'm going to let you guys check it out yourself. It's going to be in the show notes for the show. Uh, Allow me some time to update that, please. And the significance of that is how much they don't have. We we assume they were holding back because they knew something. According to this article, and this is a UK news organization, and they don't hold back. Thank God they're different than the American news organizations. Uh, But they don't hold back here. All right. Moving right along. Let's go to another voicemail. I believe I know who the killer is. Hi, everybody. Just called to wish everybody a happy new year. Except for you, Jerry. Fuck you. I should say that for the New Year's Eve special. Just, uh, <laughs> just briefly. Okay. All right, let me go to the first part of that. Okay. Uh, this is Marie from North Carolina. Um, I'm a senior citizen, and... I'm not a psychic, although I I do know things. And I believe in Jesus Christ. And uh, so if there's there's any questions to answer, we'll always speak to Jesus Christ. go ahead and open up the phone lines let's see what did i tell you guys phone lines are now open that i was going to show you but haven't yet um let me see let me see i feel like i'm missing something you guys are going to have to remind me these early morning shows have got my brain a bit scrambled So those of you that don't know, we're having a I Hate Jerry New Year's Eve extravaganza spectacular. It's going to be on New Year's Eve. The time is pending. I'll tell you what time as soon as we got that. Uh, So if you hate me for whatever reason, which is don't leave it in the comments section because it won't stay there long because we have rules about being nice. We also have rules that you can call me and tell me how you really feel. We're going to play that and we're going to enjoy it. If you hate me, let me know. If you don't hate me, let me know you hate me. 325-261-0892. I need your phone calls. This isn't a joke. This is a New Year's Eve extravaganza. We need your hate. Matter of fact, there's a lot of people, I've been getting a lot of comments saying that I ramble. Why can't I be more like, what was it, uh, Art Bell? Um, This is how I talk. This is the kind of show I do. I get up here every day and I talk about this for, for an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Uh, I, when I do have guests, well, that's a different kind of show. But this is a show with me talking in it. This is the way I talk. If you like Art Bell, maybe you should go over there and watch Art Bell. Or you can call my, my number here and you can tell me something like that. Give me your hate. Unleash, unleash that burden on your heart. It'll make you live longer. Thank you very much. It's been a public service announcement from midnight. Now, I said that, and people think I'm using reverse psychology, and I've gotten more I love you emails and hate. 
than hate voicemails. I might have only got like three or four hate voicemails. I need more, guys. And maybe this will work better next year if I just save the hate voicemails up and then use them at the end of the year. But since we started late in the year, I'm having trouble with that. So I actually need you guys to hate me now, hate me fast. But, uh, yeah, I've gotten a lot more supportive emails than hate, and I want you guys to know that. All right, do you guys have any questions? Here's an interesting uh, comments from the voice, the voicemail, the chat room. They went back crazy when I posted this, but there are like seven psychiatrists' office within two miles of the house. They can issue heavy-duty prescriptions. If he was crazy to begin with, uh, maybe he took excess drugs. Hold on a second. There is something I was going to show you. Now, this is really off-kilter, all right? This is big, wild-ass theory, big, wild-ass speculation, and I'm not going to show you guys unless the 163 people viewing hit the like. So go ahead and hit the like button. If you have it now, hit that thumb on the like, and I'll show you what I got. Uh, 88 people viewing it now, 24 likes. Come on, guys. I love reading hate mail. I really do. Some people get mad because I have an inability because of my time schedule to interact with them as much as they would like, and there's nothing I can do about that, but people get mad. Uh, okay, this is crazy stuff. I'm not seeing the likes go up, guys. Mm -mm -mm. Well, if you don't like it, go ahead and call that number. I mean, you have, it's okay to do that, please. You're helping out. Um, this is, this is something else. Um, this is, goes back to talking about the police. And I gotta find it again. Somebody noticed in one of the cop cars in one of the videos we played, I believe it was the panty pilferer, that one of the cops had what looks to be a very interesting night scope in his vehicle. It didn't look like police standard issue. It looks like something a panty pilferer might use. Now, this is all speculation, 100%. This is all a wild ass theory from a box of Fruit Loops. Well, somebody almost called us. Somebody almost called the midnight caller line. Try it again. Try it again. This time, don't hang up. Or did you just want to hear about the panty pilferer? It's okay. I understand. If you want to wait. I just got to find this really quick. I'm usually better about this, but. Here we go. Now, as far as the press releases go from the Moscow Police Department, nothing new is on there now except for. They don't believe that the university professor is involved. All right, so here we go. Putting this up for you now, I'm going to put it on full screen. So this is the night vision goggles right here. You see this? And this is a freeze frame of it. Can, can, you, can, can you see that? Uh, let me move it up a little bit. Sorry, sorry. Well, that's about all there is. You can't see it very well. We're still researching this, by the way. This is just something I just found out. This was in the police officer's car. All right.
night vision goggles in the neighborhood there on Fratlantis. We got a cop car. We have a cop going around with a magnification night vision goggles. Just saying, a night vision scope. He could look right into windows with this. He could pose as a friendly neighborhood policeman and he could be peeping. Again, this is purely wild-ass speculation. I'm sure a police officer would never do something so heinous. I'm going to read the email to you. I'm going to read the email to you, and we're going to hear from this gentleman. I'm very interested in this. Hello, I just watched your most recent show. I've been saying it since I first seen the Banfield footage, but you're the first YouTuber I've seen that has the guts to say it might be the police. I've been to jail in Moscow. I've seen the corruption. Hmm, Hold on. I've seen the corruption from the MPD with my own eyes. Power corrupts, but absolute power corrupts absolutely. I've noticed in the Banfield footage, there was a piece of equipment that seemed out of place. If you want to discuss further, here's my number. Um, I do want to discuss further. I sent an email back. And what do you guys think? Do you think this is suggestive that maybe, uh, do you think that police department? So those asking, yes, my name is spelled J E R R Y S Jerry, but in, in, uh, Ireland, they call it Jerry is with a G. So it's Jerry. But I have the Hebrew spelling with a J. I'm waiting for your phone calls, diligently waiting. I don't want the show to end early, but that that's up to you guys. Do I think the killer listens to has ever listened to your podcast? Honestly, I think that there's 110 people viewing and only 40 people that hit the like. And I'm pretty sure that whoever that is, the killer watching my show is not going to hit the like, or it seems like you would hit like, because he wants to throw people off trying to have them chase wild ass speculations. So if you're the killer and you don't like this show, call in three, two, five, two, six, one, zero, eight, nine, two. I do feel like whoever perpetrated this crime would be heavily, heavily into the social media for two reasons one is he wants to know if they're getting close to him and two he might have a real ego problem and that's if this is a serial killer or something like that he wants to be a big thing this has really got to be an ego boost for him that all of us care about this so much i think he's listening to everything get his hands on so i would have to say yes but if it was just a rage killing like some of them speculated, like the mayor of Moscow speculated, then he might not be watching as much. So that's what I think. All right. Let me read some of your comments here. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and pop it out. If you guys have any questions for me, this is a good time. Did you guys hear about the wife that killed her husband on Christmas? Thank you, Wendy. Thank you so much. I wanted to spend today talking to you guys mostly. I want to know what new information you guys have heard. That's what I intended for today. Shocked his wife is accused of gunning down hubby on Christmas.
Mary Lou Wigglesworth, 51, was arrested in the Christmas night murder of her husband, David Wigglesworth, in their May's landing home. Friends of the New Jersey couple are reeling after the wife was accused of gunning down her husband on Christmas night. Mary Lou has been arrested for allegedly shooting her 57-year-old husband in their Atlantic City home. The couple's social media pages were filled with happy photos from their seemingly blissful life together with vacation shots and images from various events. I cannot believe this, a friend wrote on Facebook. We've known Dave and Mary for years. This just can't be true. David Wigglesworth, whose family and friends called Wiggy, was a former Republican candidate for his local township board as well as a volunteer for the Boys and Girls Club of Atlantic City. Police have not said what they believe the motive might have been in the alleged murder. The motive is somebody got tired of somebody. Midnight Caller Line, this is Jerry. Hey, Jerry, this is Chad from North Carolina. Good morning, Chad. Good morning. Um, love the show. Appreciate it. Just just wanted to check in. A, a lady called in the last couple of days and mentioned that Brian M., last name rhymes with Bundy, uh, who is a logger out of Eugene, Oregon, kind of a transient uh, guy, would have been an outdoorsman used to live in the home. Did, did anybody follow up with that? Or did you ever learn any more information about that individual? Yes, I did. I, I investigated that and I found out that information was brought to me because they said he owned that Elantra, which I didn't find a connection to. I believe he owned a Elantra, but not that Elantra. And that was several years prior. If that part was even true. But his name came from just looking at who lived in that house at one time. And he lived at that house one time when he was a student along with dozens of other students. But he has no connection to the crime or the launcher that they found on the side of the road there in Oregon. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I found zero connection. So I didn't talk about it anymore. So he just kind of was yeah, rendered then just a guy who used to live there with zero other connections that was it he just used to live in that house one time when he was going to school there okay well i appreciate it love the show all right appreciate it thank you for calling all right thank you guys for calling uh again that that's an important call because that clears something up So we're talking about drugs in the neighborhood, probably pharmaceutical. I heard, yeah, if Jack D, if you're here, call us now. If I was Jack D, I would, I would never do it. A lot of you guys are saying, Enon, turn yourself in. A lot of you guys think that Jack did it. Um, I have no clue, but, oh, man, I would hate to be Jack and not have done it. I'd hate to be Jack and did it. Somebody sent me an email recently asking about Jack. Did Jack, do Jack's parents really have a white Elantra? Now that's a rumor I heard going around that Jack's parents are the ones that have the white Elantra. What do you guys know about that? Tell me what you guys think about Jack's parents with a Elantra. Because I haven't gotten any verification on that. Now, how would we find out about his parents having a white Elantra? It can be done. Um, there's there's people that have the have the abilities to check things like that out pretty pretty easily. Somebody made a good point as to why Ellie aren't talking now. Maybe suspect is in custody hospital in HIPAA laws. It almost makes me want to pull up the... I don't have time, unfortunately. Because I really want to get to more of you guys' calls if you want to call in. Um, 
I guess while I'm waiting, I could try to pull it up uh, about the corner club if I can get to it. So, all right, let's look. Tomorrow we're going to be here 5 p.m., not 5 a.m., 5 p.m. So, you know, a lot of you guys have problem with the time we start here in the morning. Nobody has a bigger problem with that than me. But to have the show go on, I have to do the show when I can do the show. So I'll be faithful and show up for you guys. But just know I would rather not it be like 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. I need to get a new manager for sure. Right? But uh, 5 p.m. tomorrow, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to go into this. I'm pulling this up right now. The Corner Club photos. Of the Corner Club. Bam! How you like that? People are saying that looks like Adam in the corner. They're saying it looks like Jack D right there, Kaylee's ex. There'll be a link in the show notes in the description below. You know, that really does look like that really does look like Jack D. Look at the hat. Of course, we don't know if that's been altered, but, I mean, that looks a lot more like Jack D than Maddie's father, right? But the M in the hat, and they, there was no information released that he was at the bar, but that would make sense that she called him a bunch. she just seen him in the bar. I'm just saying. Yep, they're saying it looks like Adam in the right corner, Jack Dean. You got hoodie guy Jack S. Jack Dean, Jack S together. So they did know each other. I don't see Joe V in here either. He said he was at that corner club. He saw them there. Okay, another point I wanted to make is this. I think it's an important point. Who is leaking these photos and why? I was doing research on a different investigation, the the Golden State Killer. And there were a lot of cyber sleuths that had been working on that case or interested in that case since this, the inception of the Internet, okay? And the FBI would have... I don't want to call them handlers, but they would have people that would be inserted into the investigation, and they would let out certain piece, pieces of real information, real clues, real videos, um, real photos to help ID things in relation to the murder and in, in relation to the investigation. I believe this is what they're doing here. I believe they're leaking things, and they're wanting some kind of info. Um, that's what I think they're doing. That's exactly what I think. I think this comes from law enforcement. That's where I think it comes from. I think they're releasing this, and they want some kind of information from you guys, but they can't ask for your help, you know, especially if, after they've been bad-mouthing you guys so much. Now, I could, go over, I could go over news article and news article. Uh, there's about two a day where they bad-mouth cyber sleuths, and then... Then the next day they kiss you guys' butt and make up their damn mind, right? It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. The things people do for ratings. Says that someone borrows a white Elantra, fits with the latest rumor you mentioned. Thanks for early morning show. Great wake-up call with you, Jerry. You get... <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys got to realize this is so early in the morning. I'm probably not feeling and my brain's not working at its best. Yeah, it did look like Jack in the video. I agree. Hey, Jenna. Didn't see you. Two men with black jackets have the same logo. wonder if they've been... Uh, I don't know. I don't know why it was released and who did it. But I do know it was released. And I do believe it's from an official source. Matter of fact, I'm almost 100% positive. Uh, and, you know, they're kind of playing with you guys releasing a little bit of real information saying, Hey, we, we don't want you cyber sleuths involved in this. Uh, go away. You're bad. You meddling kids. It's like, Hey, come over here. I got something I want to show you. Come up. Let me holler at you. Let me holler. At you. Let me holler. look at this. All right. Now, what do you think this is now in the case of the garden state killer? There was a sticker on a car that was involved at the, there was there at the time one of the murders and they took a, they had footage of it and they wanted the cyber sleuths to help identify what that sticker was, see if anybody recognized it. So that's what they were doing there. I think there's, they're still doing that. That's something that they're doing right now. It's that time again, everybody. It's time to call it a wrap on today's show. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys. We're going to be back tomorrow at 5 p.m. That's right, 5 p.m. I appreciate you guys very much. If you didn't, you got one or two options as far as I'm concerned. You can either hit the like button or you can call the number and tell me you hate me. I appreciate that. I need that call, guys. 325-261-0892. Jerry, I hate you. And preferably, this is why. I love it. I can't get enough of it. We want it for the New New Year's Eve uh, Bonanza Wait, Spectacular. I believe that's right. Thank you guys very much. If you're interested in being a DJ for our radio station, please email me at midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. Serious inquiries only, please. We have all schedules open up right now, but it's soon filling up. We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, all my best. Remember, it's 5 p.m. tomorrow. We will put a pre stream. Uh, thumbnail up there. All right. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.